0: Oh, summer's here and it's time to relax
1: Hold on, wait, summer's here but we've got work to do Hi, we're Brandon and Megan Giggling and we help people begin their personal growth journeys
0: This summer we're bringing you the Summer Growth Series Two months of quick episodes packed with practical steps and advice you can use right now to jumpstart your growth journey
1: Already into personal development? Don't worry, there's plenty of good tips here for you too You ready? This is the Fools in Love podcast Can you believe that it's the official start, episode one of our Summer Growth Series?
0: Y'all, I'm so pumped. I am so pumped to get this thing started. I think these quick episodes are going to be perfect to jumpstart your summer. I know a lot of times we look at summer and it's like, hey, let's just chill, y'all. Let's just take it easy. But we really want to give you some quick tips, tricks, and ways to really implement your growth throughout this summer season.
1: Yeah, let's do this.
0: Okay, so when we're st- when we're talking about this growth journey, this growth series. We always talk about like bettering yourself. We always talk about being better. And a lot of times that can be looked at really bad. Like, well, you know, aren't I good enough, Brandon? Aren't I good enough, Megan? Like, why do I have to better myself? And to me, I think about it like anything else. There's always room for improvement. So it's better to look at, you're just trying to improve each day. And I think we can all get behind that idea of wanting to improve each and every day. Not so much looking at ourselves in the mirror and saying something's wrong, but that, hey, could we tweak it? Could we better ourselves? Could we make it just a little bit better each and every day to improve? And if we look at it that way, you can kind of turn it away from that negative space. I think it's important to start there. Because I know a lot of negative connotations can start to come with this idea of growth and being better. It's like, well, what's wrong with me? Why? And it's like, there's nothing wrong with you, y'all. But we just want to help you get to that next level. And I think we can do that with this with this growth series. And when we were talking about this and planning for this, we kind of both came to the same idea of, well, then how do you actually get started with this? And what we both came to is you really have to be able to create habits to make this thing possible because we all have the best of intentions starting out. But without a plan, without putting those habits in place, it's just going to be really difficult to continue on this journey.
1: Yeah. And I don't know about you guys out there, but for us, at least, it seems like when we try to start something new, we're really, really great for like three days or three weeks or a certain number of time. But there always comes a point where it's like, eh, and you kind of fall off. And I think that really that's where you have to change it from just like this new thing that you're doing to a habit that you're just creating for all time. And I think it really starts with that mindset shift because it's when you change from like a let me start this new thing and see how how I do and kind of almost give yourself like this back of your mind permission to not let it be something and when you get rid of that mentality and just create yourself a new habit that you know is as easy as breathing, that's where the magic happens. That's when you can really start to create something that will last longer than those three days or th- three weeks or three months.
0: Yeah, you're right. You always give yourselves that easy out. You're like, well, you know, I want to do this. I want to almost dip my toe into this just to see how I like it, just to see how it feels. But, you know, if it doesn't work, that's fine too. And that idea, that. Thought pattern is never going to work long term because you're already, like Meg said, giving yourself the scapegoat, giving yourself the easy out. And I think the most, one of the most important things when you're looking at this, I won't say the most important, is looking at the time. Like, do you, well, let me stop myself there. I was going to say, do you have the time? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, bad way to look at it. Will you be able to prioritize the time enough in your life? Are you willing to? To prioritize the time enough in your life to make this thing happen, because it's great to say that I want to get my fitness in order, that I want to eat right, that I want to do this or that. But do I actually have the ability and am I willing to prioritize the time to be willing to go on an eight mile run? Am I willing to? figure out how to educate myself to cook the right way and buy those right ingredients and take that time to go to the store and buy those things and then meal prep and everything else that comes with that. And whatever the thing is that you're looking at for yourself, you got to make sure that you're planning out the time to actually make that happen.
1: Yeah, it's all about taking that routine of your daily life, the routine that you already have in place, and tweaking it so that there is some space for whatever you're trying to work on next. Because your your habits they have to have space. You can't grow a new habit if you're not going to allow yourself the time and energy and ability to really put that somewhere in your schedule. So it starts there. It starts with the tweaking of what you're normally doing to allow that freedom to introduce something new. And maybe that new habit, by the way, is like five minutes, but you still have to plan for that five minutes, right? You you can't find that time from nothing. So what's going to move around? And that's where you start.
0: Yeah. And I think about for us, like when we were just even talking about the idea of this episode and giving you guys these tips of of what to do, for us, I was like, well, what did we do? How did we get to the place? And what do we still do to this day that makes that possible? And what we always have done since the start of this growth journey is putting things on the calendar, is Mm -hmm. planning it out. And even if we didn't have a printed out calendar in front of us, me and Meg intuitively knew amongst each other, we defined when that time was going to take place, what we were planning on doing. And we still actually audibly speak it to each other a lot of the time just to hold each other accountable to the fact that that's going to happen. Because you'd be amazed at how easy it is to let things fall off when you don't have anything in front of you and when you've told absolutely no one.
1: Yeah, so we'll give you just a real practical real life example of what we're going through right now. So for a while, our running routine had just fallen totally, totally off. Like neither one of us were on top of it. But in the last few weeks, we've been really trying to get back on track. We're trying to recreate the habit that we lost when we went through the move and everything else. So in order to recreate that habit, I've had to be like, listen, Bran, like tomorrow morning, I'm running. So I need you when you wake up to make me get out of bed, I need you to not let me sleep in. Like, even if I'm like, nah, I don't want to. Oh, I'm so tired. Please, like, help me do this. And it's not that it's up to him, but it's just like, if I even say that to him, then I know that I have to get my butt in gear in the morning. Like, if I've even said that I'm going to do it, then it almost like makes me need to do it because whether or not he has to use his own little words in the morning to help me isn't the point. The point is that I've spoken it to him and said this is the plan. So now I've got to come up with a way to get that plan done.
0: Yeah. It's all about calling your shot and and giving your intention for what it's going to be. And when you put that out into the universe, when you put that out just into the world, then it's way more likely that it's going to happen. Like for us, we switch off. We're on fitness for us because it's a big part of our core of our growth journey. But we switch off days for when we're going to run. So I know that if tomorrow's my day to run and I don't do that, It's going to be really difficult for me to get back on track. And it's probably going to be days for me to get back on track if I don't get up and do that. And like Megan said, for her, I'm not necessarily going to say, well, what were you doing? Like, it's not a negative thing. Like, oh, Meg, why didn't you get up? Why didn't you? Now, I could do that because she used me as an accountability person with that. So if she's telling me that, it means she wants me to hold her accountable. But at the same time, she's holding herself accountable because she's... knows that she spoke that to me and she knows that she set that intention. So then she holds herself accountable to go make that happen, even if I don't say a thing at all.
1: And guys, I just want to point out real quick too that even if you don't have somebody that you're going to speak the words to, listen, you can create your own accountability and you can celebrate your own successes super easily. And I actually just had a mom friend of mine tell me that what she had been doing recently is she had a calendar and she would literally like X off every day that she went on a run. Like she had started running recently. It's not a, it's not a habit for her yet. She's creating the habit right now. But when she's running, she will literally go to her calendar, take a black marker and like check off that she did it so that when she looks at the week, she can easily see how many times she ran. And when she has seen so many checks in a row, she doesn't want to lose that those checks like she doesn't want to see herself not do it. So she has to keep getting the checks. Therefore, she has to keep running. And I really love that idea. I don't actually have a check off check mark calendar, but I think especially in those beginnings of a creation of a habit, it's a really good tool to
0: use. Right. And I think like, just as you were saying that too, I think giving yourself a little treat, a little reward at the end of that. I mean, we use that for kids all the time in school, or we use that like with our kids. And I know my parents used it when I was a kid. There's like a little reward system. Like, Hey, if you do this, then you can treat yourself to something. And that might sound silly to some of y'all, but it works. Like we do that with our employees at our office. We do that like with ourselves. We're like, well, you know, we've, we've done this or that. We've accomplished this goal. We've set out to do this this week, and we've done it. And whether it seems small to the world or not, it's not small to me. It's important to me. And I'm going to treat myself with whatever that is. It doesn't have to be anything specific. It's just something that you enjoy. But then you can almost cheer yourself on, reward yourself, and then celebrate yourself because you're taking that step to do this. And it's not easy.
1: It's not easy. And you're doing a great job. So if you are in this process of creating new habits, good for you. We just want to shout you out. I think another great thing that we have tried to do, and we've done it with each other, but you certainly don't have to do it just if you're a married couple because there are a million people you could reach out to, is just kind of gauge the interest of those around you who might be interested in doing the same thing you are. And then use them, not as so much accountability, but as just somebody to, to learn this new skill with, to learn whatever you're doing with, and just like enjoy it together, make it, make it less of a chore, less of a habit and more of an enjoyable experience that you guys are having together. I mean, it could deepen a friendship, it could deepen a relationship. So if you have somebody and you guys want to develop this new habit together, go for it. Just, you know, reach out to a coworker, reach out to a friend, doesn't matter who it is. If there is somebody there that you want to hang out with and do this new thing with, go for it, because it might be just the thing you need to really make it an enjoyable experience that you can actually stick to.
0: I think the idea there is just growth is easier in numbers. Like it's easier the more support that you have. Like Megan said earlier, you can do this thing by yourself, but it's also easier if you can find someone that might also be interested in it. And I would argue too, it doesn't even have to be the same thing. You don't both have to be getting serious about your fitness. You both could just agree that you're going to check in on each other and check in on each other's goals. Sometimes just as easy as a text message or a phone call or an email is Is enough to be like, okay, I'm accountable to this person and I'm accountable to myself and I'm gonna make this thing happen and I'm gonna develop this habit. Because the struggle really is a lot of times when we're at the start of this growth journey, we want to do something. We have that motivation in that moment, but that motivation is fleeting. Because what happens on the days when you don't wanna do it? But if you have someone who's checking in with you or you have a way to check in with yourself and reward yourself, then it's easier to then get that goal accomplished and keep on the right track because it's so easy to fall off. It just is.
1: If you couldn't tell, we're really big on the whole accountability thing.
0: (laughs) Right. And then I think the other thing with that is I struggled with this this so much y'all so I'm going to laugh for a minute, but when you start on a journey to better yourself, be very careful that you don't choose 10,000 things that you want to better at the same moment. You need to keep an easier list and pick one or two things that you're going to be working on and no more than that. Like don't say you're gonna change your diet completely and run a half marathon and be a better mom and be a better employer. Start and a new company Start a new company and all the things because like the temptation is there to grab onto all of those things and try to do them. But then you're going to show up a lot of times like we do and we've admitted this to y'all about showing up with a C plus average on everything you're doing because you want something to stick. You don't want to over saturate your life so much that nothing is going to stick and you can't actually improve because then it's not serving anything to have your plate so full that you can't possibly keep up with what you've set in front of yourself.
1: And another thing just that I, I found really helpful for me personally is just to be able to have this, whether I write it down or whether I keep it in my phone or whatever, just to have this little like running list of things that I'm finding out or learning or noticing about my new habit. So we're going to keep, we'll, we'll just use running because we've been talking about running. So if all of a sudden I feel more energetic, like I'm going to write that down And then I'm going to reference that when I don't feel like running, right? Because then I know, like, hey, Meg, reminder: um, if you do run, like, you will feel more energized. You will feel better. You will feel stronger. You will be all of the things that I found out during this during this building of this habit. And I think the more that you can have these like positive things that have come out of your new habit building, the more likely you are to want to continue on that path and building that habit beyond 30 days, beyond 60 days, beyond 90 days until it's just a regular part of your life.
0: Right. It's all about making commitment, y'all. And I'm glad you said that 30, 60, 90 day, because that's the thing. When you are setting out to do whatever it is you choose, it doesn't even matter what it is. Anything along this growth spectrum we're talking about, if you decide to do it, do it and commit to it for 30 days. And then once you get to the end of that 30 days, then say, Hey, why not 60 days? Then why not 90 days? But you have to commit to 30 days because the problem is you're going to start down the journey and as soon as you stumble, you might fall off for a day and then give yourself the excuse to fall off forever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to challenge you not to do that. I'm going to challenge you to commit today or whenever that day is, but I would challenge you to make it today to do this for the next 30 days, whatever it is for you, and then commit to that because each day that you do it, you're showing yourself that you can be committed to something. That it is possible what you previously thought was impossible and that you are capable of so much more. And that's what I want to leave you with today, because that is one of the biggest things you can do is stick to it, commit to it. And you got this y'all. And if you need any help along the way, we are here for you. You can reach out to us over at the Fools and Love Podcast. We're going to be hitting you up all summer with more of these growth tips, with more of these growth things throughout this whole series. I'm so excited, y'all. I cannot wait to dig into it.
1: I'm so excited, too. And guys, listen, if you enjoyed this episode, will you please share it on social? Will you please hit us up? Will you please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? We would love you forever and ever. We can't wait to see you next week. Have a good one.